Yeah. But I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna take a fucking plan B. I like, mean, like, I babies care. are an STI. They're <laughs> <laughs> the worst one you can yeah. get. <laughs> They're with you for life. to another episode yes what's up everybody it's your girl loose and live and we're back for another episode bitch yeah oh my gosh okay so we just kind of need to start this episode off with a psa we just don't feel like we can talk about what we want to talk about without saying this first yeah so a lot of y'all know that Recently, the Supreme Court had a document leaked about their decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, like a vote that is coming up soon. Um, and I think that me and Liv just wanted to put our stance out there and let everybody know that like, we are completely pro-choice, pro-abortion. We are completely pro, <laughs> pro-abortion, pro-choice, whatever you want to fucking call it. There should be no other option besides a choice. And we are going to put the donation link for Planned Parenthood in the description of this episode. So you guys can click that, make a one-time donation. Planned Parenthood is expecting to be just completely overfilled in the states that still will have legal abortions. And they just need our help more than ever right now. Yeah, this whole situation is completely fucked, dude. I know. What a backwards fucking, I don't know, pisses me off. Me fucking too. Attack on women's rights. Yeah. Okay, well, we just feel like we needed to say that, but we do have a really good and fun episode. episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'm super excited for this week's episode. Me too. Um, my life update is that I got a new therapist. Snaps for the girls. <laughs> Snaps for the girls. Yes, that's a really exciting that is my only life update. So I'm sorry I don't have like a crazy story for you guys this week. I did get laid this weekend. Yay. Yay. But that's all I have for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have a very exciting life update either. My life update is I am STD free. I got tested that last is week. Yeah. Such an exciting life update. That is a really exciting life update. Full Spectrum test for the girls. Yeah, for the girls. Women who are getting their W's this week. That's us. Yes, your girls. Except for there's one woman absolutely not getting her W this week. Amber Heard. Amber motherfucking Heard. As she shouldn't. She needs to take every fucking L that she can take. Okay, I need to ask you your honest to god opinion. Do you think that video where she appears to be snorting something? Do you think that she was? actually snorting cocaine do you think she was snorting cocaine i don't i don't think so either but i saw another interesting take on twitter that there's like um like a trick they use in movies where you can put like an irritant in a kleenex wow so that like when you put it in your nose it makes you tear up okay well i, did and I was see like it. that i believe that 100 percent. pretty likely because she was like putting that fucking Kleenex like up her no. nose and then she was doing the classic little coke snorts you know <laughs> and then she was like licking her chops too yeah and it was I'm, weird yeah it was weird it seemed like something may have been going on regardless the bitch is crazy do you know what I saw I saw this one take on Twitter where she like 
puts her napkin or her handkerchief, her hanky. Her hanky. <laughs> her hanky panky. She puts it up to her nose and then she poses for a picture. Like yeah. she's crying. They take the shot and then she like lowers it. I know. I, I think really, she's just very, really rehearsed. Yeah. You know? I've been trying so hard to look at it from like trying to look at it from an unbiased opinion and be like, okay, if you think somebody's suspicious, everything they do is going to come off to you as like suspicious. Yeah. But, but like, oh, but I mean, I think everyone in Hollywood is low key suspicious. I don't really of trust. Amber or like they're all. Suspicious. No, I mean, just like I'm suspicious of everybody in Hollywood. Oh my god, I think that too. You know, like I don't know what to believe. I don't know. I mean, do I think that Johnny Depp is completely complicit? No, I bet he was. He's kind of an asshole too. Yeah. But I do think that he is the victim in this case, and I think Amber is not the victim that she plays herself out to be. I think you no. know she's. I don't know. She seems conniving. She seems like she's conniving up to that's no a good. good. Yeah. Like I don't trust her either. So I don't know. Yeah, that's what I always say. I'm like when people are like, um, okay, like this is a good example. Everyone has their opinions on Kim Kardashian wearing Marilyn Monroe's dress. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, I don't know if this is like an awful thing to say, but like I just don't know if we should be looking up to these people to be like our moral fucking guides. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like, everybody's so, like, opinionated on, like, whether what did Kim did was, like, right or wrong. And it's, like... Also, I feel like, like it has, Why like, is Kim Kardashian? Like, who cares? Like, she's iconic. She can yeah. do what she wants. Like... I feel like if their, uh, their, their anger should be more pointed at Ripley's, believe it or not. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, because, like, so at the end of the day, they're the ones who held the dress. They could have easily said no... The fact is that they had a price that could be paid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Marilyn Monroe's, like, um, I don't know, the people who, like, look after her shit said it was okay. And here's the thing, is, like, I think that people don't understand that an homage was being paid. You know, she was paying homage to Marilyn Monroe. I don't think she was trying to, like, be her. I don't think she was trying to copy her. I think that she was genuinely respecting, like, who... You know, Marilyn was, you know, like, I think mm-hmm. that what the dress represents, which is, like, a pretty important piece of, like, fashion history. Yeah. So what was your opinion on the overall Met Gala? A flop. You know what? Here's the thing. It's, like, every year since the Heavenly Bodies, I've been disappointed. Heavenly Bodies was, I think, their best theme I just ever. <laughs> continuously get yeah. disappointed. It's because I have that in my mind of how it was a look. After look, after look, after look. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was so on brand. I think, like, I don't know. I think the Met Gala is, like, kind of confused whether it's, like, like, it needs to be go full out for the theme. You know what I mean? Like, some of the dresses people wore, it's just, like, okay, you literally wore that because you wanted to, not because, like, the theme at all. You know what I mean? Well, I think that... And when it's a good bodies. theme, I think when it's a good and inspired theme, it's easier to put that into it. You know, because I feel like Heavenly yeah. Bodies and like the Catholic overarching, mm-hmm. it's good enough where you can pull inspiration from it, have certain prints, have certain, you yeah. know, whatever. And it's broad enough that people can really follow it. Whereas That's like true. with the Gilded Age, I feel like if everyone followed it too specifically, it would look too costume party. Yeah. You know okay, what I mean? That is so true. And I don't want it to look costume party. But even if we yeah. take into consideration like the camp year... Mm-hmm. Some people were not wearing camp. Camp was a flop and a half. Like, that could have been the year. Okay, I think what so, if Kylie wore this year for camp, it would have been perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? But what she wore for camp was great. 
Yeah. Yeah. I remember. But I just feel like when it's too, I don't know, specific of a theme or, you know. So what do you think next year should be? I would love something where it plays off of, oh God, that's a good, that's a good question. I was going to say something along the lines of French, you know, like the time of Versailles, very um, Rococo. I would love to see, you know, the opulence and that era of French couture. Yeah. You know, very Marie Antoinette. But also, that could get costuming pretty quickly, too. Every theme could. But here's the thing, is that, like, yes, Heavenly Bodies could have easily gone costuming, but mm-hmm. also there were some looks that were very on-brand, like, on-theme, and they were still high fashion. I think Cardi B's look, where it was, like, inspired by the Latin American Catholicism... It was gorgeous. It was, like, mm-hmm. that beaded work with that head thing. But it was still, like, Catholicism. Yeah. I just remember Emily Ratajkowski. I don't know if that's how you say her name. Ratajkowski. Is that it? I think so, yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway, I, like, remember her look from that so clearly. She looked amazing. And she's flopped in my book every yeah. year, every year since. Which sucks. <laughs> it does suck. <laughs> Sorry, Emily. Boot. Sorry, Emily, boo. Okay, your favorite white boy of the month dropped a new album. Yes, my yes. boy Jackie Jack. Jackie Jack. Baby Jack Jack. Did you see him in Emma Chamberlain's oh little interview? I don't know how she kept her composure. He's such a flirt. Like, such a flirt. I know exactly what kind of motherfucker he is. And I'm here for it. If he was didn't, like, blow up and get hot, like, he would have been, like, a where's my hug at motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I love that kind of guy, though. Oh, Golden Luz, Retriever. No. Yes. Luz, shut I up. Do. No, you don't. I do. Do you? I do. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I think I just love it because on him. Like, I feel like he would be a fun person to just, like, have a conversation with. I love a flirty person who can, uh, like, conversation. Yeah. <laughs> And no, you want to suck that man off. Always, always. There's a lot of men I want to suck off. <laughs> and he happens to be on that list. Yes, he happens but to be on the list. His album, yeah, did drop like two nights ago. Last oh. night. No, two nights ago. And it was good. I gave it a listen. Yeah, you don't sound too excited. I feel like he makes definitely like... Radio girl- hits. Or music for the girls and the gays. For sure. No, okay, so I read this really interesting thing, and I think it's so true, is he, someone said he has Justin Bieber syndrome, where once girls decide that it's, like, really cool, guys decide to shit on it. Oh, 100%. That's you know why I, I mean. say he's, like, for the girls and the gays. Because- yeah, which is so sad, because I think, like, generally he makes pretty good music. Yeah. That's, like, enjoyable. I don't know if it's, like, album of the year worthy, but, like, I think his music's enjoyable. I do, too. And I think that it's enjoyable. Like, it could be enjoyable by all, but, like, unfortunately, the girls love him, and so the guys are like, fuck that dude. Yeah. It's such a whack thing. It's It's such an interesting concept. Yeah. It's very misogyny. (laughs) Yeah, it is, because no girl has ever, like, just not liked something because, like, all the boys liked it. No. Even sports. Girls are, like, are allowed to like sports. (laughs) But God forbid guys like Drag Race. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Or something. Mm -hmm. God forbid guys like... Or it's like G-A-Y. Yeah. God forbid guys like watching Project Runway or Barefoot Contessa. (laughs) (laughs) These are all things I decided to watch when I was younger. I don't know what Barefoot Contessa is. Oh my God. She was a cooking channel icon. Ina Garten. My queen. My queen. Yeah. Okay, well... She can cook a mean Dornish hen. 
<laughs> Dornish hen. That sounds horrible. <sighs> Dornish hen. It's He's a not Dornish, Dornish hen. hen. <laughs> Danish hen. Something Cornish hen. Whatever. Something Cornish like sounds right. Yeah, Cornish hen. Does it? Does that sound right? Cornish. I don't know. We don't know if I You just don't say the first, like, letter. Just Cornish. Cornish. Cornish hen. Cornish hen. (laughs) Yeah. That's us that we went to Met Gala. It was this Cornish hen. Okay, I said it about Coachella, and I will say it about the Met. I can talk shit because I'm telling you, if I went... I'm fucking throwing a look. Okay, who would you have designed you? Oh, God. I mean, I would... There's a lot of designers that I like. Some yeah. I don't, don't want to, like, shit on the ones I don't like. But, like, Versace. Yeah. Probably. Definitely up there. Um, I feel like one for me would probably be... I don't know. I think Versace, too. Yeah. Are we too basic for saying that? I feel I like mean, Donatella always comes out and yeah, smashes it. no. I just love Donatella. She does always snatch it, and it's always very on theme, which, like, I feel like if you're going to the Met Gala as a newbie, like, you gotta throw a, a look that's on theme. Another person is Moschino. Yeah. I think Jeremy Scott does a great job every year, too. Yeah. And I feel like he'd be a fun person to work with. Yeah. So, Jeremy Scott... When we come up. Yeah. See you there. Hit us girls up. We're obviously going to have to walk together. Yeah. yeah. Right? Someone's going to have to, like, put us in the... We'll be dates. Yeah. We'll be dates. Okay. I want to get into our topic today a little bit. Let's get into it, girl. Okay. It's like um, mirroring my life update because we just want to talk about therapy a little bit today. Yeah. Mental health matters. I think that's a big part of, like, our hot girls cry too. Yeah. Like, the cry part of hot girls cry too is that, like, we're really invested into mental health. Yeah, like, it's just that you can be, like, a super bad bitch, and you can still, you know, struggle with shit. Yeah, and we do. And you're still hot. And we're still hot, (laughs) but hot girls go to therapy, too. Yeah, so therapy has been, like, really amazing for me. My first therapist was, and it's, like, tough for me, because I don't know if anybody can ever reach her level, because she was just it. She was my girl, but I moved to Texas, so I did have to get a new therapist. So I'm, like, working through that, and I feel like... It's tough at the beginning. Like, you have to be in therapy for a fair amount of time before you can, like... Tell. Yeah. Well, how's your process? Like, how do you go about, like, deciding whether a therapist works for you or not? I mean, there's just a few, like, (laughs) therapist red flags I have. (laughs) If they're a man, I can't see them. Yeah. If it was, like, a man that was... Gay. Gay, I probably could... Um, but yeah, straight men are a no for me. It's nothing to do with them. It's just like to feel comfortable talking about things I talk about. It just couldn't be a straight man. No, period. I'm 100% on board with you on that. Yeah, so that's my first red flag. And that's like totally okay to have. Like you literally have to pick a person that feels very comforting to you. You know what I've heard is that a lot of men say the same thing. It's hard to have another man as a therapist. Yeah, actually a lot of guys that I know that go to, to therapy go to women too. I think women are just a lot easier to open up to. (laughs) But then, I mean, I stay away. If you're on, like, sites looking at therapists, like, they specialize in stuff. So I just always look for one that's specializing in what I look for. And then, not a bitch that's religious. (laughs) (laughs) True. Like, if they say they're, like, some fucking, like, my friend's 
were ch- offered me to help me get a therapist that was like religion based, and I was just like, really oh, sweet, but yeah. I'm it's gonna yeah. be a no for me. <laughs> that would be a red flag for me too, I think. Yeah. So, how long have you been going to your most recent therapist? So, I've been seeing my therapist that I have currently for about, um, so we meet every two weeks, right? So, mm-hmm. we make like one week and then wait two weeks. And I've been seeing her for about, like, five sessions now. So I feel like oh. we're getting to the good stuff. Okay. You know, like, yeah. I'm comfortable now, and I feel like I really enjoy her. Um, but, yeah, I think she's amazing. So I've been in and out of therapy a little bit for a long time in my life. Yeah. I went to therapy when I was, like, a lot younger, too. And it was really cool. Like, what age? Um, I want to say, like, 10, okay. 11. Wow, yeah. Yeah, so there was a therapist that I have and she was fucking badass, dude. She was more of like a family therapist, but she really specialized in kids and mm-hmm. called her play lady because she was like a child therapist. So she had toys in her room and stuff. So like kid could like play with toys and stuff. Not play lady. No play lady. And she was so cool. Like she was like the first person to like really open me up, like for me to open up to about things. Wow. And so I've had a pretty good relationship with like the idea of therapy but I've never Mm -hmm. utilized it until now you know what I mean like there was a time before I had gotten sober where my parents had gotten me a therapist and I started going to therapy with this woman and she probably could have been a great and amazing therapist she probably was perfect for what I needed but I was lying straight to her (laughs) like I was lying out of my ass to her (laughs) telling her like everything she wanted to hear feeding her like all the good things and so like I wasn't getting anything out of it. You know yep. what I mean? And now today, I'm like, let's talk about the things that I really don't want to talk about with, yeah. with anyone else. For sure. And I think that's important. Definitely. Finding someone who, like, you can get real honest with. Yeah, it feels hard to be, like, totally honest sometimes yeah. with them. And I think that takes trust, right? Yeah. That's why you got to, like, build up some trust. So what's, like, a reason why you're in therapy today? Like, what is, like, the main reason? Like, something you want to work on? Like, what are you looking to get out right now in this time of your life? Yeah, honestly, I am, like, so glad I started going to therapy. But I started going to therapy just because my anxiety was, like, completely unbearable. Like, I couldn't really function. Like, it got really bad for, like, a week. And that's when I knew I had to, like, do something. Because before then, it would just be, like, a day or a day or two where I'd feel super bad. But this, like, lasted for, like, a fucking week. And so that's why I started going. And now, honestly, like, it feels weird to say this, but I'm going to therapy because I am in a really good place right now. And I just want to go and, like, set my foundation. And then, like, if things do go wrong, I have that there instead of, like, waiting again for something to go badly. Like, waiting for the shoe to drop. Mm -hmm. But that's, like, what's crazy about therapy is when I first went, after I kind of had, like, an anxious breakdown, my therapist was, like, I know this feels horrible to you right now, but in from my perspective, we look at this as, like, a good thing of, like, okay, you finally, like, hit low enough that you came to get help, and now, like, you never have to go back to that low again. Yeah. And that was, like, really comforting for me to hear. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Why do you feel like you're currently in therapy? Well, I mean, I think that it's important for any trans person when they're going through their transition, their medical transition, social transition, to do therapy, And I had a lot of people tell me that, and, like, everybody recommends that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And when I started transitioning last year, 
I just jumped right into it. And so I probably waited a good year and a half before even starting therapy into my transition. But wow. I'm at a really good place in my life too. But I think that there's a lot of things transition-wise, um, confidence-wise, that I think that I need to work through. Um, I think that just being a trans person in general, it comes with a lot of baggage. And I do have a lot of anxiety, social anxiety in particular. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's things from my past that I'd like to work on too and like certain behaviors that I think I still show up with or certain belief systems that I'd like to work through. But I think that going to therapy in this transition is going to help me get to the next level. Yeah. Become the woman that I really know that I am and Mm -hmm. like own that. You know what I mean? Like go out in the world and say, fuck you to anyone who has an opinion about me. Like I'm living my truth. Yeah. Why don't you try it, fucker? And know? I hope that, like, anyone listening to this, like, takes this as, like, your sign to go to therapy. Like, yeah. you can go on fucking Zoom. You can go in person. Yeah, There's so many different Mine's ways in to Zoom. do it. Yeah. Like, if you have the means, which, I mean, Jesus, like, we all wish therapy was more accessible and affordable. But, that like, hard. if you do have the means, you really should go. If yeah. you've been thinking about it, this is, like, your sign to go. This is your sign. Also, I think that there needs to be greater conversation around this, you know, like Mm -hmm. mental health is something that affects all of us and, you know, trauma or things that happened in our past, um, like that can be as little as like you singing and someone telling you like, stop singing or like, you don't like, you think you're good. Yeah. And then it hits you hard, you know, like trauma doesn't have to be this big thing or it can be. But the fact of the matter is we all pick these things up Mm -hmm. from our childhood to where we are now. And I think that therapy can help everybody. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, one of the things that we're working on right now in therapy is, like, inner child work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I shared this with you before we started, but my therapist fucking blew my mind when she told me this. Mm-hmm. But I had always heard of, inner, like, the inner child, right? Right. But she told me that inside of us there's an inner child and there's an inner adolescent or an inner teenager. <laughs> And that just, like, blew my mind. I had never thought of it that way. That, like, blew my mind, too. Because I feel like my inner child, at least for me, is, like, so far in my subconscious that, like, I can't... It's hard for me to notice what's, like, my inner child, blah, 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 whatever. But my inner teenager is, like, I know her. Yeah. Well, anytime that you have anxiety or fear, that's, like, your inner child. Yeah. Okay, so every fucking day. (laughs) Yeah. Not every day. Because she said that the inner child is holds on to fear yeah and then the inner teenager holds on to anger and like wants to do spontaneous shit that probably isn't the best for us yep like when you decide you want to binge drink it's the inner teenager but god she's a bitch i know her (laughs) (laughs) but when someone like ghosts you and you tell yourself like well maybe i'll never find someone that's your inner child (sighs) that bitch no we love that little slut Okay, so yeah, if you go to therapy, your therapist, like, I feel like everyone's therapist talks about an inner child. Yeah. But we just wanted to share some tips from our therapists on what you can do to, like, reconnect with your inner child. Well, something that my therapist has me doing this week, actually, that I'm supposed to do is have, like, a little play date with my inner child. So she literally told me to go buy myself a Barbie because I told her that like, that's something that my little child in me and that little me would have wanted. Yeah. It's a Barbie. Um, so I'm going to go out this week and get a Barbie. I'm probably going to get some coloring books and watch like Mulan or some shit like that. Yeah. Some princesses and just have a little kid's day. Yeah. I'm probably not going to play with my Barbie, but I'll dress her up maybe once or twice. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, you can cut her hair. Yeah, <laughs> I make her gob. <laughs> like so, this is my play date with my inner child. Okay, looking at thing, I'm actually excited to go get a Barbie. That's so cute. Yeah, right. Yeah, and you like, should. I'm trying to think if there's like anything I always wanted as a child and I never got. But I don't think that's it. I think... Well, I don't think it's like necessarily what you didn't get because I had brat dolls and my mom let me play with that stuff. But I think it's like, as an adult, honoring. That yeah. child today, you know, it's like I'm buying this Barbie and saying like, "This is for you." Like, this is it's like a way of subconsciously being like, "You can have your Barbie today." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> damn. I mean, okay. it's corny sometimes, I think, but like, I think it actually affects the subconscious. You know, like when you do little kid things and you play, like when you draw with chalk, or mm-hmm. like these are actually things where you're because the inner child is alive and well in all of us, and it just wants to play. Yeah. You know, it wants to be loved and it wants to know that it's okay and it wants to play. And be creative. And be creative. And imaginative. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let yourself, like, just, like, draw or doodle or, like, watercolor painting. If you're not artistic, it's, like, the easiest thing in the world and it always looks good. Oh, my God. It always <laughs> looks good. And it's so much fun. But I yeah. feel like adulthood just, like, kills our creativity, dude. Yeah. So, I don't know. We just want to encourage everyone this week to do something for your inner child, like, Buy your favorite candy. Yeah, go to a candy eat store. Cake for dinner. Like, oh my God. <laughs> do something to like honor your inner child this week. Yeah, watch a Disney movie. Yeah. Okay, we want to hop into our other topic now. Yeah, this is more in line with my live update, uh, but practicing safer <laughs> sex. That we say is, safer yeah. because we're not perfect, and I feel like that's like sorry I totally did not mean to cut you off I just had this thought that's like I think it's tough to hear sometimes because people act like it's black and white like your doctors are like oh my god you're not using condoms like fuck is the matter with you (laughs) but like everybody does things we all like most of us have probably had sex without a condom when we should have used one like we're just advocating for safer sex like get tested Get Use tested. condoms, but, like... Can we, like, put tested. an emphasis on that get tested part? I feel like there's a stigma around going and getting a test. There but if you're is. having unprotected sex and, like, hooking up with people, I feel like it's, low-key, your duty to yourself. It to is. To go get tested. It takes not that much time. Yeah. There's free clinics across the country. Yeah. I think one place that I really want to shout out in Austin, especially for, like, the queer and LGBT community, is this place called Kind Clinic. It is this amazing organization where you can walk in same day, get tested. Um, they also do like, you know, gender affirming care, but like even Planned Parenthood, like this is something that like pisses me off about the Roe v. Wade thing is that Planned Parenthood like does STI testing. You yeah. know what I mean? They do like pop smears and <laughs> mammograms. Like, they do so much more than just abortions. Like prenatal care. Yeah. Like, so much shit. I know. But condoms definitely, like I just know that like I had a scare this like last week (laughs) and it's such a relief on the mind to be like okay everything's chill but you know it's sex is gross kind of kind of it's so disgusting do you ever like yeah think about it I think about it like oh god if I think about it too hard especially like when I'm doing it oh my god like this is fucking disgusting this is repulsive it makes me sad that it's like so dirty it's like so dirty like 
it's disgusting, but it feels so good. <laughs> I know. That's, like, the thing, though. Like, we're just animals. Like, yeah. Obviously. Like, it's so, like, it's fucked up. I mean, even kissing is just nasty. I was just gonna say that. If I think about, the like, someone's tongue, like, tongues are, like, really fucking Ugh. gross. They're, like, slugs in yeah. your mouth. That, like, control themselves. And we're, like, put that all over up me. In yeah. <laughs> disgusting. I know. And then you have to think about, like, who's my this person that I'm fucking fucking like yes, it's so it's complicated a huge spider web. but yeah, I feel like I mean once you're like okay like I feel like college everyone's a dumbass but like this is just what you're talking about like Luz told me with the like inner child inner teenager thing like you have to pick and choose which times to like put your inner child or your inner teenager away and like the adults are here right now that's like once you're out of college like, be an adult about having sex. Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean that you don't ever, like, do something dumb, have a one-night stand, hook up with somebody. Like, we all do it. But it's, like, the only thing you should absolutely 100% no questions asked be doing is getting tested. For sure. Also, like, protect yourself from, like, getting pregnant, too. You know what I mean? Like, have yeah. you ever had a pregnancy scare? Um, no. But that's just because I eat Plan B like candy. <laughs> <laughs> no, Livy. <laughs> not like candy i've probably taken it like two, two or three times okay but anytime i was like genuinely like okay if i don't take a plan b i'm gonna be fucking nervous and yeah. then like i'll have to get an abortion yeah then i'm like okay i'm just gonna take a fucking plan b i like, mean like I'm babies kidding. are an sti <laughs> <laughs> they're the worst one you can yeah. get <laughs> they're with you for life yeah the girl is Gotta get back on birth control. All my girls out there who are not on any form of birth control, y'all better. Y'all better. <laughs> <laughs> it's playing a risky game. It is risky. Like, we have too many little kids running around. And there's too many fucked up men. Like, not, there's, I don't know anyone who should be a father that I know personally. Right now? No. Nope. No. No one. No one. No one. Fuck no that. One. No one from my high school. So yeah, that's like what we're advocating for safer sex too, because like we don't want you guys' dumbass kids in the world. True. Like with these fuckers, you guys decide to sleep with. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening in this week to our topics. But now we have the most fun part: songwrites. Songwrites. Y'all already baby. know we're getting to the songwrites. Okay. okay. What's this week? Tell the girls and the gays and the theys and the couple straight men that listen. <laughs> <laughs> you little stragglers, you. You little straighties. <laughs> okay, so this week we decided to throw it back and do like OG hip hop. Oh yeah, OG hip hop bangers. <laughs> you forgot. I know. You I didn't forget. Bitch. I know. I'm such a whore. You're such a dirty. So what is your OG? hip-hop banger sorry you're like asking me questions and i'm like dirty talking (laughs) what is your og hip-hop banger okay mine's not like super og i'm talking like 2000s og yeah kid cuddy and kanye west erase me it's literally like just one of my favorite fucking songs honestly scream that motherfucker that duo it's so sad that their friendship is over but they really i wanted to plug it because i was like okay well that's never gonna happen again but like that song fucking slaps so let's enjoy it and my og hip-hop of the week is i fucking love this song when i tell you that this song just reminds me of my childhood but it's big pimpin by (laughs) jay-z and ugk like Mm, 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 mm. 
Okay, that sample is so sexy. It is I love really it. sexy. It I makes me feel this, rich. Like, yeah. 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 It just makes me want to, like, yeah. move. <laughs> so that's our episode for this week. I just want to say thank y'all for so much for supporting us. Give us a like, a thumbs up, and a rating on anything that you listen to us on. Yes. And then follow us on our Instagram, which is Hot Girls Cry 2 Podcast, our TikTok, which is Hot Girls Cry 2 Podcast, and our Twitter, because we can't figure out how to change <laughs> the name on that one, is Hot Girls Cry 2. No podcast. No podcast at the end. But yeah, follow us on everything. We're going to start doing a lot more social media content for y'all, um, so we can interact with you and just have a better communication with y'all. Yeah, we love you guys. See you next week. Thank you.